Welcome to Because We Know Dragons. I'm Micah. And I'm Yugi Moto. Sure. No, that's Joe. And today we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Dungeon Dice Monsters. I mean, you. Oh, uh, Dual Monsters. <laughs> Do you want to start that over? No, no. No, that was the joke. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. It was funny. No, it wasn't. It was funny. So we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! And this is probably another thing that we'll have several episodes about because I forgot just how many dragons are in Yu-Gi-Oh! But we're mainly going to talk about the Blue-Eyes White Dragon and the Red-Eyes Black Dragon. We're going to do things a little bit different. We're still going to give each one a rating out of 10, but we're going to also pick which one we think is better out of the two. And just based on the conversations I have had with Joe... I, th- I think I know what Joe's going to pick. Well, my choice is the only logical choice. Literally, there is a right answer in this case. Definitely think there's a right answer. I think there's a right answer, too. I My choice is based off of logic, but it's off of different logic than Joe's. But we'll talk about that later. So we're going to talk about... Let's kind of give a little bit of background what Yu-Gi-Oh! is. I think, I think it's a show, a show and a card game that I think we're very familiar with, but I think unless you were a kid in the early 2000s or a parent of a child in the early 2000s, I think a lot of people don't really know what Yu-Gi-Oh is, because comparatively to like Pokemon, which was the other big, big thing at the time. Yeah, from a... So they originated differently. Pokemon was obviously a video game first, first and foremost. And then the anime started, and then the card game started. Whereas Yu-Gi-Oh! started out as a manga. Right, And then was an anime. And then Konami got in, so they got the rights to the games. Because actually, I think at one point, Namco was making the card game. um, Really, really early on, before um, Konami came in, started over, standardized everything. Um, So yeah... Uh, the red eyes and blue eyes are both uh, uh, monsters that show up in this card game. Yeah, it's yeah. been probably 15 years since I've played the Yu-Gi-Oh card game. I, I did play it for a long time as a kid, but I don't remember how the card game works. I think it was I think it was pretty simple. I, uh, it was simple, simpler simple than... Simple to learn, but... Like, simpler than Magic the Gathering. Or, like, the Pokemon card game is way more complex than... Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, oh, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh now is pretty pretty confusing. Anything yeah. it's, like the It still is simple to learn. You play mag- play monster cards and you can power them up with magic yeah. cards and have trap cards and defense cards. I don't get the synchro cards. But, I don't get any of the but chain to stuff. master it, you really have to put in a lot of effort. I didn't want to put that effort into Yu-Gi-Oh as an 8-year-old child. So um, we had rocks when I was a child. We couldn't afford children's card games. You're one year older than me. Um, <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the card games of times. But yeah, me and my my older brother and I played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh for a while. I don't think he, I think he pl- still plays some of the video games a little bit. I think I don't know. Josh, hashtag, please tweet at us if I'm wrong. Hashtag duels to the roses, best game like, ever. All right, like I was talking to game him a, a little bit about it the other day, like because I, I just like. Like, messaged him on Facebook. I'm like, Josh, I forgot how much I fucking love the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime or something like that. And we ta- texted back and forth. And he, like, 
shot some Yu-Gi-Oh lore at me, and he, he's like, that's sad that I know Yu-Gi-Oh lore, and I texted him back a, a gif of Austin Powers saying, nerd alert. <laughs> yeah, so, this this is some deep, deep level nerd lore, getting into yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. The anime, especially the first season and a half, was before Konami had the rules standardized. Right. There's... So they break a lot of rules in the card game. And it's it's a lot of like basic rules too. Very, yeah. Like I I won't even like get at the life points thing. I don't think that's a big deal, but like there's rules about like how many of a certain card you can have in a deck. Like I think you can have at max like three, two or three, I think. Three of like certain ones, three of one the same... of some other restricted yeah. cards. Three of but for basics, we'll say three of the same same card. But there's certain episodes that they'll have, like, they'll pull out a blue-eyes white dragon, and then another blue-eyes white dragon, and then, like, they'll have, like, five of the same card, and you're like, wait a minute, that's not how that works. Did you just summon a bunch of monsters in one turn? Well, yeah. Yeah, it makes... That's against the rules. <laughs> it Screw makes rules. no sense. And they don't explain in the show how the game is played, and... No. It's... It's a wonderful mess of a show. <laughs> yeah, the first season's really rough. After that, they, of course, Konami had standardized most of the card games. So by that point in time, things had gotten a lot better. There's some other plot armor and some misuse oh, yeah. of cards for the it's... sake of the plot, but not not anything like season one. After that, things you have maybe one thing an episode, or maybe not even for a long time in between episodes. It's... So. So the show is about Yugi, and they play what's called Battle Monsters. If you play it in real life, it's like IRL, it's just called Yu-Gi-Oh, because nobody would know what the fuck you're talking about if you said to somebody, Nobody's I want to play, play Battle Duel Monsters, Monsters. Duel, Duel Monsters. Um, and basically the premise of the show is a card game can fuck everything up and fix all of your problems. Yeah, so they use, um, it's also connected to Egyptian lore and some other lore. So I, I think that's really interesting. Yeah, except they don't. They don't do it. Really use any real Egyptian stuff. They don't use any real Egyptian stuff, but considering it's coming from a Japanese, from Japanese, from Japan. <laughs> from a dead Japanese. It's coming from Japan that they would focus. More, more on, on the... Egyptian lore than their own lore. They do some. They have some cards that are based on Japanese monsters, but... They focus more on the tight leather pants than on the Egyptians. <laughs> so that's a good segue. For me, for my research for this episode, I watched I watched the actual anime because I have Hulu, so I have access... I have access to most, if not all, of the show... Joe watched a series on YouTube called Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, which By is also Karibo. wonderful. Check it out. It's way better than the official release, but also check out the official release. They're both wonderful in their own ways. So yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, for the, it, it overdubs the anime with... It keeps the same plot, but... Yeah, it's the episodes are shorter, condenses a lot of... It literally abridges it, makes it shorter, kind of... Um, redubs all of the already dubbed english but lines makes fun of some of the poor it, translation decisions and it makes fun Draw, it yeah. points out a lot of the like like one of the characters tristan like 
Like every other episode, there's a different voice actor voicing the same character and he sounds completely different. It's not like somebody coming in and trying to sound like me if we had somebody else come and do this podcast. It's a completely different person who sounds and it's (laughs) in memory of Tristan's voice glaringly obvious in the show. But like as a as a five year old, you don't notice that from week to week. But if you're like me, who is 23 and has nothing better to do throughout her week than just sit and binge Yu-Gi-Oh. She said it, not me. Um, then, yeah, you totally notice it. And they point that out in the Yu-Gi-Oh abridged. They will have, have them sound one way in episode one, and then in episode two, they come in with completely different yeah. sound. It's, again, the first season's incredibly inconsistent. With rules, with characters, it's just, it's kind of sloppy. It's ridiculous. It's a garbage fire of a show, but I love it so much. All right, let's let's, get down to brass tacks. Yeah, so we actually have our first dragon, episode one. We have, we, the entire conflict of the first episode is surrounding the blue eyes white dragon. So... Yugi's grandpa owns owns a dual monsters card shop and he has a blue eyes white dragon card it's supposed to be one of the rarest cards it's there there's only supposedly only four in existence super special awesome and he has one of them in his shop and a little while later Yugi comes into the shop or Yugi finds out that no, Kaiba finds out that Ka- Yugi's grandpa has it. And Yugi wants to show it off to all of his friends so he gets more popular. And then Kaiba wants to come touch it. Yeah, so Kaiba, like, Kaiba weird. wants it. So he challenges Yugi's grandpa to a duel. And Yugi's grandpa loses. So he has a heart attack in front of Yugi. <laughs> but instead of stealing the card, he just rips it up. Yeah, he doesn't put it in his deck or... Put it in a wall. He just rips it in front of them, and they all act like you can't just tape it back together. It makes no sense, and and so Yugi has to duel Kaiba to, for some fucked up reason. I don't know. He has to exercise him. He's also possessed it, by like a demon. Yeah, it's entirely just for revenge, but also because it'll make him a better person. I don't know. And so... Well, it's also because he has a small or Egyptian man living inside of him. Yeah. They find out they find out in this duel that Kaiba has the other three Blue-Eyes White Dragons. And the point of the Blue-Eyes White Dragon is it's a very powerful card. You can... Like, if you get it out, you can right away, like, do 2,000 damage, I think, was how much it was. Mm-hmm. No, it's, he's got 3,000 oh, attack three, points. Yeah. 3,000 attack points. So... Based on Yu-Gi-Oh! show show rules, they have 2,000 life points. So if there's no other monsters on the board, you could just right away one-shot somebody. Yeah, season one, everyone has 2,000 life points. Uh, Season two, I believe, is when they start correcting it to 4,000, which is closer to the 8,000 that the card game has. Which would still, like, if you have a Blue-Eyes White Dragon card, still would just a couple of turns you could have somebody gone yeah if you can prevent your opponent from summoning any monsters and you don't or using any traps or magic cards you have three turns you could win so the the blue eyes white dragon is a 
really powerful card, and I looked it up on a list. I think it was number four out of the top ten most powerful, like, actual cards. There's, like, like there were, like, four or five cards on this list that were all dragons, but... Yeah, it's questionable. I don't know. How the game works now, there's so many special ways of summoning monsters and special monsters, and then every monster seems to have effect. There are far less... Like, when the game first started, there were so many more normal monsters mm -hmm. with no effects, just flavor text. Right. Versus effect monsters. And then um, there just wasn't a whole extra style of summoning monsters either, so... I don't know. It's it's probably not as good anymore as it used to be, but it's still pretty. Was, but it was still standard. like number four on the top ten list, which I think yeah, it's is pretty. Yeah, Whereas like Pikachu is in Pokemon is like hyped up and is a piece of shit. Yeah, he's an awful Pokemon. But Blue Eyes still holds up so pretty well. They're in Dark Magician. Yeah, <laughs> we won't get into Dark Magician. <laughs> it's a bad card. We don't know why Yugi uses it, but... That our... also brings up the point of the Red Eyes. <laughs> the Red Eyes. So, the Red Eyes Black Dragon comes in uh, episode 12. Um, by this point, they've introduced basically the villain of the, se of the season, at least. Uh, Maximilian Pegasus, he's rich, is his... Def oh, rich that's and gay. his defining character. Rich oh, and gay. gay. <laughs> I was gonna say, what is his defining characteristic again? For children, it's rich. For twenty-three it's and twenty-four-year-olds, it's he is as, a very interesting character. <laughs> as the abridged series said, he died as he lived, draped in the arms of another man. <laughs> he's he's something else, but. He hears about Yugi's duel with Kaiba, which you, Yugi, like, by the skin of his teeth, gets all of the cards that he needs at the last minute to beat Kaiba. And that's the only way he beat Kaiba. Um, he hears about this duel and says, I want... And, okay, let's backtrack. Another plot thing is there's these Millennium items that are basically cheats for the game. Or just MacGuffins. Oh, just yeah. Just random deals. Um, and you, Pegasus has a Millennium Eye, which basically lets you see your opponent's hand, which, again, cheating. And Yugi has what's called the Millennium Puzzle, which, no, no idea what that does. They probably explain it later. Basically, what it does is turn him into an adult, which is weird. Well, and <laughs> the Pharaoh's ability to banish people to basically, like, the equivalent right. of hell or some sort of holding place of the dead so that's also but they don't explain powers. that in the first couple of episodes and you just see this very short teenager turn into an adult and also no he's the pharaoh is still shorter than all the other main characters but he's he shorter has than like Taya. he has deep man voice compared to yuki's yuki's come on guys heart of the cards and my leather pants and then we have the pharaoh who is Kaiba, the heart of the cards. And it's... I just made that up. <laughs> that, that's another thing throughout the show is you'll hear the heart of the cards every five minutes. If you made that into a drinking game, you, you would, would die. die. <laughs> okay, so... So Pegasus. there... He start, has this competition 
on was it Duelist Island? Or yeah, Duelist Kingdom. Duelist Kingdom, and you had it's to like get Survivor. like ten star Star-Games. chips, and then you would be invited to duel Maximilian Pegasus or something like that. Yes. I don't fucking remember. That's exactly. I it. just watched this two days ago, <laughs> and so during all of this, we get a battle between Joey Wheeler, who is one of Yugi's best friends and rex raptor is that his name yep rex raptor trash who only uses dinosaurs except for two dragons one of them is the red eyes black dragon and it's way more powerful than anything joey has in his deck except if he were to use baby dragon and time wizard they have the same attack right a thousand dragon has a same, but uh, he used them wrong, and... Because he's an idiot. And this is before the card game was even solidified, so he didn't even have to play it correctly. He just messed it up. So, during this duel, like, he pulls out Red-Eyes Black Dragon and has the potential to to beat Joey right then, but then he gets cocky and says, I'll trade you my... If you win, I'll give you my, the most powerful card in my deck, and if you lose, then I get your entire deck or some shit like that. It wasn't No, even he wants Time Wizard because he thinks oh. that Time Wizard's the only thing that can really defeat this other character. Right. Except that's the broken way that Time Wizard works, not really the real way Time Wizard works. And either way, she's got a more powerful... Co- it, again, yeah, so... there's lots of holes in it if they were to play the game correctly. So... Joey ends up winning and gets the Red Eyes Black Dragon, and it becomes his signature card throughout the rest of the series. Yeah. Flame Swordsman's up there, but Flame Swordsman's a trash card, so. Yeah. Red Eyes Black <laughs> Dragon, I think. Yeah. Fits Joey, I think. A crappy card, yeah. Which I think is another good transition to Yu Gi Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh lore. So back to my conversation with my brother and then also googling the red-eyes black dragon versus the blue-eyes white dragon on the internet. The red-eye or the blue-eyes white dragon has raw power. Like you get it out and you immediately have 3000 attack points. The blue-eyes white dragon according to resident Yu-Gi-Oh expert my nerdy ass brother um, the Red Eyes Black Dragon has more potential for for combos and things. You can't level up your Blue Eyes White as much, but you can trigger a lot more stuff with the Red Eyes Black uh, Dragon. Um, I don't know about that. Like, you could... Uh, I don't know, because his fusions aren't as good as fusing three Blue Eyes together. Uh, that's just what I read on the internet, is it has more potential. I think there's different combinations and fusions and uh, things that you can do with it. Whereas the red eyes, or blue eyes white dragon, basically your only thing is fusing the three of them. No, but there's some other blue eyes cards and some other cards that can work well with blue eyes. But I think there's more of those things with the red eyes. So whereas it starts a lot lower, you can build it up a lot more. Maybe, maybe because there's a um, gosh, what is it? Red eyes, darkness dragon, mm. which kind of works like that. But there's also a blue eyes equivalent, 
of that same thing. It's a lot rare because it was a movie card, but true. I think it works almost equivalently. I don't know. Again, it's been 15 years since I've played Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. But, so, so like, on a one-on-one, though, they both take the same, um, stronger monsters in Yu-Gi-Oh, you have to do what they call sacrifice weaker monsters, or two other monsters that you have on the field, or one other, three mm -hmm. other, just depends on, they have, like, a leveling system, it's not really important for this conversation. But in this case, um, both red eyes and blue eyes require you to sacrifice two of your other monsters that are on the field to put them into play. So if you were to look at them in an apples-to-apples approach, you just were able to do one or the other, you would definitely want to pick the Red Eyes because Red Eyes has 3,000 attack points and 2,500 defense points, whereas the Red Eyes has 2,400 attack points and, what, 2,100? I think so, yeah. I think that's what I saw. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Even with the potential to level it up, like, I guess, like, Meteor, um, the fusion with Meteor Dragon is pretty strong just for a two-monster fusion mm-hmm. versus Blue-Eyes Ultimate Dragon being three monsters. Just in using it and getting the combo to actually work in an actual duel, I think would be so difficult to do. Like, fusion monsters, I think, are really difficult to use in general. I wouldn't like to use them unless you've got cyberstein and can just like sacrifice half your life points to just summon one right out the gates but if you're gonna do that you might as well do blue eyes ultimate dragon right so let's use that as a transition to talking about these two dragons as dragons as opposed to a children's card game (laughs) (laughs) um so let's talk about appearance what is so the blue eyes isn't really scaly or lizard like so much it oh. basically looks like a blue penis. <laughs> he's he's really smooth. Um, he's uh, I don't he know. He looks almost like he's like armored, like a mechanical yeah. kind of looking. Um, but see, um, Red Eyes is he's pretty. He doesn't look like he doesn't appear to have scales either. But he doesn't look like he's like in an armor thing. It looks more no, like no. He's more sleek and skinny and bony yeah. looking versus the very thick almost fat appearance of the blue eyes they both have um they both have wings neither of which are big enough for either of them yeah, to fly we don't we don't <laughs> see them ever fly in the show because they're just oh. cre- as far as i have so far so far i haven't watched enough of the show to be the kaiba jet <laughs> <laughs> so th- i think they do they fly in the show well, I think there's some episodes where the monsters themselves fly and stuff, but <laughs> not like in so, real life. Like, none of it's yeah. like real life. They're all holograms, but the... Right. Kaiba makes a jet, because he loves blue eyes so much. He makes a jet out of the blue eyes, and he uses that to fly around. That makes sense, I guess. <sighs> About as much sense as... All of the Pokemon trains that they have in Japan. Okay. Uh, Point taken. Blue Eyes has, like, electric breath, which we don't necessarily associate with dragons, but I guess with my definition, it's more of an elemental dragon. it doesn't seem like really like fire, you're right. But, like, the Red Eyes Black does have a fire blast. Yeah. So, 
As far as dragonness goes, I would say red eyes black dragon is more of a dragon than the blue eyes white dragon. Yeah, but the see, I still rank blue eyes higher because blue eyes would just pee on red but, eyes and be a better dragon. But as far as being a dragon, I don't know. It's we'll, we'll do two separate things. We'll say which one we like better, and then we'll give them each a rating. Okay, so if you're just looking at the design on his card, like, irrespect, like, don't even think about the anime and how they show him to look, I think the design on the Blue Eyes card looks more like a dragon than how they show. I can, I can see that. Let me, I'm gonna look it up. The Red Eyes card kind of looks, like, the angle they have him coming from looks kind of odd. I always thought it looked odd in the card. Like, when you try to draw it, and if you don't do a lot of shading, it looks kind of weird. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird, because they both go to, they go to two extremes. One's an incredibly bony, skinny dragon, and the other one's kind of big, bulky, fat dragon. So, and they're not really, like, they're kind of like a, what I would say, an eastern rep drawing or portrayal of a western style dragon that would make sense so i think that's what kind of makes it makes it hard to think about because there are eastern portrayals of western dragons yeah uh i'm still gonna go with as far as dragonness goes i'm gonna go with red eyes black dragon being higher i'll give it an eight whereas i'll give Blue eyes, 6.5. I'll give them both sevens on that side. But as far as... As far as... Which is... Which one wins? And I don't know what we're saying. Winning. Winning at life. Winning at... At Duel Monsters? At Yu-Gi-Oh! The card game? So you go ahead and explain your logic for blue eyes. Winning in the card winning game? Winning Winning... Why you say that wins. I'm assuming that that's what you're going to say Yeah, wins. definitely. It's because it's a, it has the same cost to summon, same cost to use. With all of the additions that you can use to power it up, I think it's just as good, if not better, um, than uh, than the Red Eyes. Just from, this, from the mere fact that 9 times out of 10, you're not going to be paired with the right cards at the right time. You're just going to be set with the ones that you've got. So I think that makes... Uh, blue eyes a uh, far superior um card in one's deck to have i'm also going with the blue eyes white <laughs> dragon but i'm not going with it as far as playing a card i'm going it with it purely big... because it causes so oh. much shit in this show oh yeah like the entire show wouldn't happen if kaiba hadn't been like i want that card oh and wait and it it's straight drama it's straight up Almost causes an old man to die. <laughs> Episode one. This card is insane. Uh, kill him, Yugi. <laughs> it's, it's the best. Yeah, it's from that standpoint. Yeah, and like Red Eyes doesn't really show up. Like it gets used quite a bit, but it just does knock the amount of screen time. Like Joey gets some other weird cards later on. Like he'll get Jinzo, I think, and some other things that he'll use yeah. kind of like Jinzo's a better card than um uh red eyes that's why another reason i would put red eyes really low because Jinzo, i believe only takes 
even if it takes two to summon it. It has the same attack, and it cancels out trap cards. So that makes it a far better monster than Red Eyes. But is it a dragon? No, it's not. <laughs> but he could ride a dragon. But And then, if we're going to put that in there, Buster Blader, who has 2,600 attack points, takes the same cost as Red Eyes and um, Blue Eyes, but its effect means if it's going up against a dragon, or if there's a like one in someone's graveyard, it gets an extra 500 attack points for everyone. So it's all automatically better than Blue Eyes. So that's a better card. So Joe's insane ramblings aside, if you agree with us, let us know on Twitter. I'll tweet out in a couple days. If you absolutely hated us talking about dual monsters oh, and man. you wish we had talked about dungeon dice monsters instead because they're totally not in the same game let, let us know yeah let us know that on twitter we're at byk dragons um or you can follow me at micah underscore i guess sometimes i say stupid shit while i'm bored at work or when i'm drunk that was a really long <laughs> at you can just find me at joe underscore the underscore wolf or my lesser known at Joe's really the Pharaoh slash Yugi Moto. I don't think Twitter. that fits on Twitter. I I've tried. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm actually a Pharaoh. I have a small Egyptian man inside of me. That's gross. <laughs> um. Or if there's a dragon that you'd like us to talk about that we haven't already, you can email us that. Um. Because you know dragons at gmail dot com, and let us know there. And we can, we'll consider doing that for one of our next episodes. Um, our theme song is Heart of a Dragon by Dragon Force. It's off their album Valley of the Damned. Go buy that. It's a really good album. If you like power metal, they're, they're a fun band. Um, and I think that's about all that we've got. So until next time, because, you know, dragons. Remember, join in next week as Yugi and the gang battle Kaiba one last time. <laughs>